Jane, I am discussing the six non-negotiables that you should have after weight loss surgery. Now, this is for anyone who's had weight loss surgery or are planning to have weight loss surgery. These are the six things that you should prioritize daily to make sure that you're getting the most out of your surgery and also that you're getting the most vitality, life, energy, mental clarity that you can get after the surgery. So what are these six non-negotiables? Well, let's find out by getting started. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Soraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. So the first non-negotiable after weight loss surgery is to make sure that you are eating a consistent and adequate amount of protein daily. Look, no surprises here. I talk about protein in pretty much every episode, but protein is important because it provides you with the amino acids that each of your body cells need to build and repair each and every day. So I saw this doctor TV show that you watch while you're waiting for the GP. And it said that the body makes 15 million cells each day. Now think about that after the surgery, if you are not eating enough protein, your body is not getting those amino acids that it needs to build and repair the cells effectively. So that means that you will then become tired, lethargic. You might experience nausea because your body is breaking down muscle and overall you'll just feel pretty crappy. After a gastric sleeve, you need at least 60 grams of protein per day, and that's for a lap band as well. Whereas a more malabsorptive procedure, such as a gastric bypass or Roux-en-Y bypass, Sipsady procedure or a BPD, are required to have at least 80 grams of protein per day minimum, and that's because of the malabsorptive factor related to that particular surgery. It is important to get a wide variety of protein sources, so not just your protein powder, because you may not get all of the amino acids, Think having more meat and different types of meat, so varying it up for fish, pork, beef, tofu, lamb, and then varying up the dairy products, so yogurt, cheese, milk, and if you are plant-based or you don't prefer to have those foods, adding in different types of beans and legumes and coupling them with a complex carbohydrate to make sure that you turn those incomplete proteins into complete proteins by coupling and pairing up the amino acids. It's said that this isn't as important these days because the body can pull it from a variety of sources. However, you do need to be aware of getting all of the essential amino acids because these are the ones that the body cannot make on its own. So a wide variety of food is really, really important to get all of those nutrients that your body needs daily. The next non-negotiable after weight loss surgery is ensuring that you're getting enough fluid. Fluid that's in the form of food or actual liquid like water, tea, coffee, all counts as fluid. Ideally, we should have a minimum of two liters of fluid per day. It is recommended that it's about 30 mils per kilo. This number is made up of fluid and the fluid that's in our food. So a combination. I would suggest aiming for 1.5 liters of water or other beverages per day that actually help you get to that 1.5 liter target. Then the remainder can come from food. But what's important is that if you are constipated, apart from one of my next points being fiber, 
you need to make sure you're getting enough fluid daily to move the food through the gut so that you get proper bowel motions. And that's a telltale sign if you are dehydrated. Other signs are you get a headache, you just can't focus, you've got brain fog, poor mental focus and clarity. These are all signs of dehydration. In terms of fluid and getting enough, it is important to sip consistently throughout the day and don't forget your fluid rule. So don't drink at least 15 minutes prior to your meal and at least 30 minutes after your meal. I usually prefer the 30 minutes before and 30 minutes after as it's easier to remember, but some people do find that 15 minutes before is more than enough time to stop drinking so that they can eat their meal without having any discomfort or upset stomach. The third point is vitamins. So it is really, really important that you take your bariatric vitamins daily and to make sure that you get your annual blood test to make sure you aren't deficient in any nutrients. Vitamin deficiencies can take years to develop and they may even take up to five years to show symptoms or signs depending on the type of vitamin. It is important to realize that because it doesn't happen overnight, you may be developing a deficiency because you feel well and healthy and happy since your surgery. You would be developing a deficiency if you aren't taking those vitamins consistently. It's really important to take them. And it is really important to reduce the risk of things like iron deficiency, B12 deficiency, anemia, and even osteoporosis, which can all come up later, later, later down the track. So don't think that you're immune. Be consistent with your vitamins, the ones that your dietitian recommended. Make sure you take them at the prescribed time because it will certain things affect the absorption of these vitamins and make sure you get your annual blood test. I did discuss which vitamins to check in your annual blood test. I've done a previous episode on the annual health check and what you need to check yearly after bariatric surgery. So if you're interested in that episode, scroll back in the podcast library and have a listen to that one as well. I also have a free download where you can actually get all those vitamins listed to hand to your doctor. The fourth non-negotiable is movement. Now, people who suffer or experience weight regain are usually physically inactive. So the recommendation in the guidelines is at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day to ensure the reduced risk of weight regain. So ideally one hour of exercise a day. Now, if you're doing nothing at all, that's completely fine at the moment. We do want to build you up to at least that hour. So start to do some sort of movement every day for five to 10 minutes and build that up over time. The easiest and most effective exercise that's also free is walking. You could walk in your local area or you could go to a bikeway or a walkway or go into the local forest so you can actually get some physical activity that you enjoy. Ideally as well, aim for two to three sessions of resistance training per week. Now this could be Pilates or it could be lifting weights or it could be doing resistance band exercises. Resistance training is really important to strengthen the muscle. So it's all well and good to eat your protein. But if you do not actually do exercises that promote muscle development, the muscles may still waste away. So it is important for your bones as well to do two to three sessions of resistance training a week, which involves lifting weights or creating some sort of tension on the muscle to make them stronger. The fifth non-negotiable after the surgery is fiber. Now, fiber is difficult in a way to get after the surgery because we eat such little portions and it's predominantly protein focused. Fiber is often missed. Make sure you prioritize having a piece of fruit daily and some vegetables at lunch and dinner. It may not be much, but over time, as your portions generally increase, you will be able to eat a little bit more. If you are well beyond that one to two year mark post-op, aim to have half your plate vegetables or salad 
and that will help reduce the risk of constipation after the surgery. Bowel issues can prop up after the surgery, particularly if you're not being focused on your fiber and your fluid. So one way to mitigate this is to ensure you have that fruit and vegetable component daily and add in some legumes as well. They're great in fiber, they're great in protein. Try to experiment with legumes. Remember that your taste buds change after the surgery. So you might not have liked them pre-surgery, but maybe that has changed post-surgery. So give them a go. An easy way to start off getting into legumes is roasted chickpeas. You can make this yourself or you can buy them from the supermarket here in Australia. I'm not sure in other parts of the world, but they taste like potato chips. They're crunchy, they're salty, they're delicious. It's an easy snack to add in for morning or afternoon tea. My final point on the non-negotiables of eating after weight loss surgery is to eat slowly. Now, eating slowly will reduce the risk of nausea, vomiting, and pain. It will also help you feel more satiated and full between meals. So you're not feeling like, although you've just ate, you're still hungry. So make sure that you chop up your food to the size of a $2 coin, chew your food for 20 times, and wait those 20 to 30 seconds between mouthfuls. It really, really does make a difference. In addition, it would also help you be more mindful of the food choices that you are making. As a consequence of being more mindful, the meals tend to be more protein rich and filling because they have sufficient amounts of nutrients in them. And therefore eating them slowly will then keep you full between meals and less likely to graze or eat those slider foods that tend not to keep us full. To summarize today's episode, the six non-negotiables after weight loss surgery were to number one, eat and consume enough protein consistently. Number two, ensure you're drinking enough fluid, at least two liters of fluid per day, again, consistently. Number three, be consistent with your vitamins, even if you feel well, and to make sure you get an annual blood test each year to ensure you're not at risk of deficiency. Number four, increase your physical activity. The goal is one hour of exercise a day, but build up slowly and ensure you're adding in two to three sessions of resistance training a week in there as well. Number five was to ensure you're getting enough fiber. Now, females need 25 grams of fiber, males need 30 grams of fiber per day, which is difficult to get after the surgery. Ideally aim to have at least one serve of fruit and at least one serve of vegetables per day after the surgery to promote a healthy gut post-op. And finally, number six is to eat slowly. Bring that mindfulness back to your meals. Not only will you probably eat healthier foods, you'll also feel fuller for longer and therefore reduce the risk of weight regain over the long term. I hope that has really helped create some sort of clarity and checklist of what you need to do daily. I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au and reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time.